Hello, fellow ink drinkers, and welcome back to the Blind Girls Book Talk podcast. I'm Belle. And we are two legally blind sisters who love reading and love books. And so what we've done is we've started this show in order to talk about what we love. We talk about the things that we love about books, the things that we wish we could change, and everything in between. This show is a variety show, so we cover a wide array of bookish content. And that can range from bad retellings of stories, to book to movie adaptation comparisons, recent reads, buddy reads, bookish challenges, really the list does go on. And today what we're going to do is we're going to do a book to movie adaptation comparison. And the book and movie we are comparing is Mr. Malcolm's List. Now, Belle, of course, loves classic literature and things from the Regency era. I definitely enjoy, you know, the Regency era dramas, Bridgerton, you know, the whole shebang. And so... When I first heard about Mr. Malcolm's List, I was very intrigued by it. I thought that it would be really fun. I wanted to see the movie in theaters. Timing worked out, but we weren't able to, but we ended up being able to rent it. Now, when we saw this movie, (laughs) it was definitely not what we expected. And I did listen to the audiobook first, you know, in preparation and the audiobook is a very, the book itself is a very different creature, but it just, I don't, I don't even know how to describe it. So what we're going to do is Belle is going to just give a quick synopsis of the movie, and then I'm going to walk through kind of what the differences are, and we're just going to give our thoughts, spoiler warning ahead for both the movie and the book, so beware. So go ahead, Belle. Okay, well, as Arya said, And as we've stated many times on the show, if you're a regular listener, I love classic literature. Austin is one of my favorite authors, so I I do love the Regency area. However, we finally figured out what it is because I don't like a lot of the... Like, I don't like Bridgerton, whereas Arya does. So I like, you know, the Regency era written by people in the Regency era, and there are some books written by new authors nowadays that I can read that are set in that time, but not all of them. So for this movie, I got very mad. We're going to take Arya's bad retelling, and this is going to be Belle's bad retelling of this movie, because I didn't like it. Well, just give a, a brief synopsis then. So two girls, I even forget their names. So we're going to go with it. There are two girls, one not from money, one comes from money, and they meet at boarding school, become friends, and are like, we just want true love out of life or something like that. I don't know. Love doesn't exist. And then, so the time passes and a girl with money goes on a date with a man named Malcolm. And then Malcolm takes her to the opera because apparently that's what you do. And he then just like doesn't talk to her again. And in the movie, there's like this caricature that goes around making fun of her i guess i don't know i didn't really care i thought she was overreacting girl with money goes on a warpath finds out from her cousin who is malcolm's best friend Mm -hmm. that 
Malcolm has a list of things he wants in a wife. So then she writes to her poor friend and says, yo, you should come visit. And so, of course, the friend comes visits. And then rich girl is like, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to make you into his ideal woman. And she's like, okay. And then the rich girl's like, and then you're going to break his heart with your own list of qualifications for a husband. And so stuff happens. <laughs> she meets Malcolm, who's a douche. I don't like him. And then, yeah, stuff happens. They start to like each other. There's another guy who comes into play, but he don't really matter because in the end he ends up with rich girl. And then drama happens. Rich girl breaks Malcolm and poor girl up. And then they eventually end up back together. Yeah. So that is a very, very basic synopsis of the movie. And the book is somewhat similar. There are some things that are different. For example, in the beginning of the movie, there's like a scene at the boarding school where they meet that doesn't exist in the book. There's an actual scene of the date at the opera with the with Julia is her name and Mr. Malcolm. Eh. And that doesn't happen in the book. That you know, the whole, there's a caricature going around that paints Julia in a bad light. That never happens. In the book, it's more so Julia asks her cousin, his name is Cassidy, but everybody calls him Cassie. She asks Cassie and says, you know, why doesn't he like me? And he said, well, you know, he just doesn't. And he has this list of what he wants in a wife. And Julia is upset at this. And she says, you know what we're going to do? We're going to make it so that way we have a girl that he'll fall in love with that meets all the qualifications on his list, but she'll have her own list that he won't measure up to and it won't humiliate him. And that's exactly what we want. And hence the other girl, her name is Selena. She comes into the picture at that time because of, you know, being friends with Julia and that sort of thing. And in the book, you know, I will say things go off the rails in the book, which it does not happen in the movie. And I was very, very upset about this because let me explain kind of what happens in the book. In the movie, in the beginning, you know, they go through, they're trying to train her up to be what Mr. Malcolm wants she, you know, she goes through all of his tests. She does really well. They get to the masquerade. There's a masquerade ball. And that's when Julia works to break up Mr. Malcolm and Celine. And that's how it happens. And that's pretty similar to how the book begins. There are some things that are a little different, but like nothing too egregious. Then in the book, after the masquerade, things go off the rails. So in the book, essentially, Celine is just very heartbroken over the whole thing. She she loves Malcolm, that kind of thing. And she's just very upset that they, you know, that he's kind of broken their courtship and all of that stuff. Then what happens is both her and Malcolm end up getting a letter to go to the conservatory. And they get into the conservatory. Greenhouse? Yeah, it's a greenhouse, but they, they call it a conservatory. They go to the conservatory and pretty much they get locked in there. It's super hot. There's a fountain in the conservatory. They both fall into the fountain and they end up having a makeout session pretty much. 
Okay. Well, at that point in time, everybody at the house party shows up and catches them in this very compromising position. And Mr. Malcolm says, fine, I guess we're engaged. Okay, because he was really mad. He thought that she was trying to entrap him and all of that stuff. So then, of course, Selena is very upset that he thinks that she planned it all. And he essentially is just being a huge butt. And she's like, I don't want to marry you because I just, you know, I don't want you to keep blaming me for all this stuff. I don't want this to keep coming up in our lives together. So she breaks their engagement. Then... In the movie, there's a scene where the mom comes to talk to Malcolm to say that she, you know, sent the note. In the movie, they go to a rose garden and there's no fountain involved. It's very dramatic. In the book, they pretty much, you know, she kind of comes in and she's like, well, I, you know, I set that all up. I didn't think you guys would get in that kind of compromising position, but I set that all up. So he's like, oh, crap. I keep blaming her for this. I need to go tell her this you know, because I actually care about her. So I need to tell her what happened. Also, not too long after, Cassie comes in and he's pretty much like, are you going to marry her? Are you going to do the right thing? And he's like, well, I intend to. Like, she broke my engagement, but I intend to do the right thing. And Cassie's like, well, you better. So then essentially... He goes to find Selena, Malcolm does, and Malcolm says, okay, listen, what we're going to do is we're going to have a fake engagement. We're going to, we're going to pretend to be engaged for a couple days. And then afterwards, after a couple days, you can jilt me. So that way it saves everybody's reputation. And Selena's like, I am excited about this. I cannot wait to be the one to jilt you. And he's just like, oh gosh, this is not good. So then essentially she tells Julia, her friend, about this fake engagement. And I believe that Malcolm tells his mom about this fake engagement. So they, of course, then tell everybody at the house that the engagement is fake. So everybody knows about it. So then Julia tries multiple times to make Mr. Malcolm jealous. It backfires. Then pretty much... Cassie says, he gets to Selena and he's like, oh, Julia ran off. We need to go find her. And Selena's like, what are you talking about? She never ran off. He's like, no, 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 no. She ran off. We need to go find her. So he gets her in the carriage and he starts driving and he takes, he says she's in one town, but he's taking the road to London. And Selena's like, what's going on? Like, what are you doing? And Cassie's like, listen, if Malcolm's not going to marry you, I'm going to marry you. I'm going to do the right thing by you. And Selena's like, no, 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 no. Like, that's not, you know, we're, we're working it out because at this point in time, her feelings are kind of slowly thawing towards Malcolm. And she's like, no, 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 no. Everything's fine. He's going to, if this happens, he's going to think that I'm trying to entrap him more and like we're making progress. So like, please, let's not do this. So Cassie's like, fine, I'll drive you back. So he does. And she's like, well, you can teach me how to drive. And he's like, brilliant. This is a brilliant scheme. So then they get closer back to the place and he sees Malcolm and he decides to like put his arms around Selena to like try to make Malcolm jealous. And Selena's just like, what are you doing? So then they both like she starts freaking out essentially. And he starts like trying to do stuff to like make Malcolm jealous. And so they end up driving the carriage into a lake. 
So then pretty much they there's like this whole scene where Malcolm comes over and is just kind of like, is this a thing with you? Like, do you just end up in bodies of water all the time? And she's just like, um, no, this just happened. Come help me out. And she ends up pulling him in the water and they end up having this huge water fight and everybody comes out. And the mom's like, we need to we need more clean towels. And then they said something and somebody was like, well, we have Malcolm to do the right thing by Selena, but who do we have to do the right thing by Lord Cassidy? <laughs> and I die every <laughs> single time because that's just, it's hilarious. So then Malcolm later on tries to take Selena to like properly propose to her because he's just, you know, at this point in time, they've kind of thawed to each other and they realize they care about each other and all that jazz. And... <laughs> His mom calls him over and it's just like, you need a grand gesture. And he's like, no, 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 it's fine. Everything's fine. But then he goes, he walks over like to go and like somebody else says something. He's like, listen, I'm trying to propose to my fiance. And then his dad walks in and is like, well, I would assume if she's your fiance, you've already done the proposing part. <laughs> <laughs> and like Everybody's just like, oh, hi, sir. And then he so he's not able to propose. And he, I think he talks to her later. And Selena's like, there's just... He's like, there's so many people conspiring against us. She's like, no, 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 they're conspiring for us. Like, we're lucky to have the friends that we have to conspire for us. And then they kind of talk about each everything. They explain everything to each other. He ends up proposing to her and... They all live happily ever after is how the book goes. In the movie, it's just super dramatic. A lot of that stuff, like none of that stuff really happens. It's all cut. And it's very just dramatic instead of when I first listened to the audiobook, I said that towards the end, it reminds me a lot of the importance of being earnest for some odd reason. Like I, I think it's just kind of all of the different schemes that are going on. And that's why it just kind of becomes this comedy of errors. But you know, that's just how I see it. Now, you know, in the movie, pretty much, there's just a lot of stuff that's cut. There's a lot of stuff that it doesn't like there are a good bit of places where things happen the way that they happen in the book like conversations happen the way they happen in the book which is nice like they get kind of get to a certain point and then they take off running but it's just it's not you know the the whole time and pretty much like in the movie she ends up like getting in a carriage to leave in the book that never happened she's kind of stuck at the house the the whole time you know so that's another big big difference but while we were watching the movie <laughs> we did have some funny you know talking about different things and towards my the anger end, notes yeah and towards the end i i just think this is really funny malcolm runs after selena and it's just essentially like i'm so sorry like i blamed you for stuff that didn't happen all of this stuff you know please marry me kind of thing <laughs> and they end up kissing and bell is just like kiss him and run away like he isn't worth it just just kiss him and run just run kiss just him run. And run. Just, I, I think at one point i also said kiss him punch him and then just run away yeah and then like my thing was and i kept saying this the whole time i was like i promise i was promised a train wreck and i did not get my train wreck because the you know the ending in the book it gets very train wreck like mm -hmm. you know where i didn't get it and then the last thing was, it, whoever taught the horse riding in this smoothie? <laughs> yeah. Oh, please, please let me because I was, I was so angry at this. Okay. So, 
to preface on how me and Arya can comment on this, we have been riding horses. She rode horses from what, the age of like... I was in like second grade. Second grade. And then because there's a big age gap between us, pretty much as soon as I could sit up, I was riding on a horse. So like, of Mm -hmm. course, someone was behind me, but I have been riding a horse since I could sit up. Anyway, so we we are very qualified to be able to comment on this. (laughs) And I noticed in like close to the beginning, horses are walking and I forget who's riding, but two Mm -hmm. men are riding and they're posting. Which is something that you really only do when you, like, you go at higher speeds. You don't do it when you walk. You do it normally at a trot. Yeah, it's normally done in English at a trot and all that. But they were posting and I was just kind of like, oh, that's kind of weird. But then I kind of let it go. And then the ending came. Yeah. And I was livid. (laughs) Yes. So at the ending, pretty much Malcolm gets on a horse and rides off after Selena because she left. Okay. Now, essentially, he is riding at this horse at full gallop. Now, normally you kind of, you know, if you're trying to run fast, sometimes you adopt kind of like the jockey stance where you're kind of a little bit standing in the stirrups, but you're leaning forward and you're trying to, you know, get your horse to run faster. Yes, your knees are bent. Your knees are bent. Okay. This man was standing (laughs) straight up and down as this horse is galloping, like standing, Standing, literally standing in the stirrups, which is not how you do it. Like, that's not at all how you do it. I was the one who first noticed it when it first cut to him. And I said, please tell me he's not standing in that saddle while that horse is galloping. And Ari's just like, what? And I said, wait. And we are waited like, and I'm like, please cut to him again. Please cut to him again. And it cut to him again. And I'm like, see, he's standing in the stirrups yeah. while the so, stirrups is galloping. This is, so that is definitely not how you do it. And It's we also were just extremely like, unsafe. Yeah. So we were just like, I don't know who taught you that, sir, but they, but they it sure is did it wrong. So yeah. So that is Belle's bad retelling, but our then comparison of what happens in the book, where it really departs from the movie, where the movie really departs from the book, that kind of thing. Like I do... I do really wish there was a little bit more of the comedy of errors in the movie because the movie became very, very dramatic. And it's just, it's kind of like this book was, it was dramatic, yes, but it wasn't as dramatic as people, you know, as mm-hmm. as the movie claims it to be. Do you have anything else to add? Final thoughts. I didn't read the book, but from watching the movie, I will not pick up the book. But from the movie, and, and I'm only speaking on behalf of the movie, Malcolm is a wannabe knockoff Darcy with no redeeming qualities that Darcy possesses. Yeah. In the that book, is what he is in the movie. In the book, you get a little bit more redeemingness, but you don't get... Which is why I ended up a lot. hating him. <laughs> yeah. You don't get a lot. You get no, some, you, you don't get a lot. Not Well, not you get nothing in the movie. Yeah. And I will say, like, if you want to watch the movie just to, you know, see kind of what the book is like just watch until the masquerade scene essentially after the masquerade scene that's where it completely departs so if you want something that's pretty accurate to the book just watch until the masquerade that is Mm -hmm. that is where then there's a big departure because otherwise it's pretty similar to you know there's a couple things that are different there's like one ball that they cut but you know that that's neither here nor there 
All right. Well, that about does it for today's episode. We want to thank you for coming along as we compare the differences between the Mr. Malcolm's List movie to the book. If you liked this episode, if you've liked what you've been listening to, please consider sharing the episode with your friends. It really does help us to grow the show and we would really, really appreciate it. And then what are we going to be doing next time? Bookish Would You Rather Challenge. All right. So we will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.